Communications disruption can mean only one thing. Invasion. For the Republic! Frequency 1138 is all clear and clanker free. This is Clone Army Radio. Execute Order 66. Quit soldiers follow orders. Quit soldiers follow orders. Begun. The Clone War. What is up, Clone Army? Welcome back to the best accidental Star Wars podcast this side of the galaxy. We're just simple clones making our way, like our father before us. <laughs> why, is it so sati- why is it so satisfying? Who came up with that? What is the story behind um, the... <laughs> I th- honestly, I think it happened on accident, didn't it? Yeah, it did. We were but... just like, we both did it at the same time, and then it just kept going after that. It's a reference That's... to Luke, Return of the Jedi. Of course. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like like my father before me. I mean, like, like, like my, my father f- before me. <laughs> it's so subtle, but so that like that makes that makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I can now I can't stop doing it. It's like it's like a song stuck in my head. Do you do that like just while you're sitting around the house? You're like, well, yeah. If I think of the part, of course. Oh. No, I just meant just random. It's like a twitch. Yeah. No, not, no. <laughs> this is what exposed, like, continued exposure to Star Wars does to people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're sticking with, like, part, not episode or chapter. It's part one, part two, part three. I like that it's different. I was wondering when um, the third episode came out, what they were going to, going to do with it. So, And no titles either. So it's not like chapter based. So it's not like like a book. It's more like a like a like a mini story, like a mini movie. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think like so. Mini, not trilogy, but like how many how many episodes are in this series? Like six? Six, I think. Yeah. Okay. So what's a six? I know a trilogy. So what's a six? A sixthly? Is that what what do you call it? Six part movie franchise? No. Yes. Sure. It'll be sep, sep something. But. It's got to be sec, yeah, six something. Yep, I can't even say it. It's in my opinion, I think it's like it's just one big movie that they chopped mm. up into little parts. Right. But yeah, anyways, so I suppose we should say, hey, we're spoiling part three of Obi Wan Kenobi, and uh, this is our second Obi Wan Kenobi after show, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And a hexology. Is a compound literary or narrative work that is made up of six distinct works. Hexology. That is a really nice word. I am keeping that one. Ooh. <laughs> is that a $5 word? Guys, have you seen the new Kenobi Hexology? I've heard it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> there it is. It works. It sounds good, too. It does. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm tired. Kenobi was very exciting and overwhelming. I'm exhausted. Um <laughs> <laughs> understandable understandable yeah i i didn't get any sleep again so i feel you how how what? do you not sleep how do you not sleep i don't know it's just it's <laughs> <laughs> it's just something i've been doing for a few years you i know, text sleep, them really early in the morning hours sleep for an hour sleep for two hours you know 
it's never a full like I don't know. It's weird. My brain's just constantly spinning. Star Wars, Star Wars, more Star Wars, more. Right. Especially yeah. with Celebration, I can completely understand, honestly. Oh, with that, is there anything you wanted to discuss about Celebration before we got into the, the Obi Wan? Or oh, there's so much. There's yeah. so much. I mean, Arguably, I have more notes about Kenobi than I do about Celebration. But is there a uh, thing like a? Uh, a major announcement or two that came out of celebration or anything there was there was loads i can rattle some of it off um laundry listed and then and then we go to laundry list it um there was a full trailer for andor which was insane absolutely beautiful totally not what i was expecting but i loved it i was really really excited because i'm again i'm gonna make this a big point i'm not the biggest fan of rogue one particularly and i know andor kind of follows on very very directly from that and I wasn't expecting to enjoy it, but I really did. Oh my goodness! Did you guys? Do you guys see yeah, the trailer for Andrew? I saw the trailer. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, it looks this. looks really good. The sound was great. Well. Music was awesome. There's been a bunch of season three footage for Mandalorian shown, and a bunch of footage for Ahsoka shown, which hasn't been officially released yet, but is available to watch online if you go and have a little look, like Twitter, Reddit. Um, and from what I saw of that, that was insane even if it was just like a shaky cam shot <laughs> over like 50 people's shoulders from a distance i was there like yeah i like this i don't know what i'm looking at but i like it did i see something about babu frick being in season three of yes. Mandalorian? yes he is he shows up in one of the clips with this little um a trailer for bad batch season two looks really good super looking forward to seeing it we were discussing maybe that our expectations got a little bit the better of us with the first season. And I think I had quite a lot of high hopes about what I was going to see and what I was expecting. It doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it, though. I did genuinely have a good time watching it and I'm excited. It wasn't like it wasn't bad. I just think that I went in thinking it was going to be like like the Predator movie. Um, <laughs> just these bad batch guys going out and and just kicking some butt doing different <laughs> missions um i didn't i didn't expect it to take the turn that it took to where five unlikely dads yeah right <laughs> which which wasn't bad i mean i liked their connections with omega and all of that and um i like the way it went the it was like the first episode was great and then i think the last two were really great and, and the, the middle and, was yeah. like go ahead the middle was good too. It had um, Cad, Cad Bane in it, and and uh, um, and uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Fennec Shand. Oh, Fennec Shand. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it wasn't. It just wasn't what I expected. Like I said, but I'm excited to see season two. I forgot. I skipped over something. Um, in the Ahsoka teaser trailer that was shown, it confirms live action Hera, live action. Chopper, I believe, and also live action Sabine. So we've got live action Rebels, like officially now. Right. Which and we that kind of was expected. yeah, we expected, and I was somewhat aware of due to you know n nosing around in various forums and stuff. But it was incredibly cool to see live action Hera mm -hmm. and Chopper as well. My, oh, I, I love that. I love that droid so much. <laughs> <laughs> Chopper's pretty awesome. He is so naughty, and I love right. him. <laughs> He's like, you know, you think R2 is kind of like ornery and mm -hmm. I think Chopper just kind of raised the bar like 
I thought R2 was like, you know, like the cranky, the cranky little trash can on wheels. Chopper is way like on a whole other level. The angriest old man tin can you have ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. Yeah. And he's always messing with um, Ezra and everything. It's good stuff. I like it. There's a new uh, Star Wars series announced called Skeleton Crew, which is based around like kind of like this Stranger Things idea of like four kids going missing, finding their way home. Stars Jude Law. Quite hey, how about that? Yeah, we, that'll uh, be interesting. We got, yeah, we got shown the title card. I don't know. I think it's I think it is live action, not animated. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I'm I love sure. them in uh, King yeah. Arthur. Yes, I, yeah. I really like Jude Law. Yeah. Nice to see him join the Star Wars universe. Oh. I'm forgetting. How could I forget? Probably the most exciting thing for me. We have got a trailer for the second Jedi Fallen Order game, Jedi Survivor. Right. Oh, and which has sparked this incredibly huge online conversation about who is the man in the back to tank with the white hair? Who is it? Is it Revan? Is it Starkiller? Is it somebody completely new? What's going on? And that's been super fun to engage in. Super fun. (laughs) Ooh, I know who it is. Who? It's Joris Sabayoth. Ah, from the Thrawn books. Yes, oh. I didn't even I think f- of that until you said the guy with the white hair, and I'm like, it's the crazy cloned Jedi. Yes, from Heirs of the Empire. Yes, clone army exclusive. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, don't take my word for it because I predicted we wouldn't see Vader in this episode of Obi Wan, and I was wrong within seconds. So, um, if the court could spell that for me, please, so I could type it into Google and have a look at a picture. Thank you very much. All right, it's J O R R U S, I think. C apostrophe. Oh, here we go. B O A T H should come up pretty quickly. Yeah, he's like a he's like a gray Jedi. Oh, that... he's like Star Wars Merlin. Sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, he was in the first game. No. Oh no, he wasn't. That was Taran. That was Taran Malakos. People right. theorized that he was based off of that character, but maybe. Hmm. Um, oh, and Leto, you mentioned King Arthur. Are you talking about the the uh, Guy Ritchie one? Yeah, the Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. Okay. So you know who was one of the writers on that film? No. Joby Harold, who's the writer for Obi-Wan. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, no way. Nice. Right? This guy, I, I looked him up because I'm like, who the heck is Joby Harold? Uh he was a producer on John Wick 3, a producer on Edge of Tomorrow, both really freaking awesome movies. Oh, and then movie. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, which has become one of my favorites. Dude, I love King Arthur, uh, Legend of the Sword. Love yeah. that film. The, yeah. I think still the best thing about that film, though, is the soundtrack. Oh, like, okay. I listen to it. all Like when I'm writing, I listen to it because it just puts me in a freaking zone to write i know the story of king arthur and it was just like this story really like i connected with it or something like different like it really got me like i was really like locked into this film like it really like sucked me in and i was really i was like you know king arthur was to me it was like and i saw it in the movie theater because i think uh um i was like me and like maybe one person in there mm. but for some reason man i really got it and it was really like something i i really uh enjoyed yeah mm-hmm. and apparently it like flopped but i know which sucks because it was yeah. an awesome film i agree i'm so moved you guys are so into like medieval english like legend <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> it's good yeah, stuff we, yeah we learned I mean, yeah british history like big time 
Even we're not that excited about King Arthur. <laughs> Why not? Is it like because it's just another King Arthur movie for you? Like another King Kong for us or something? Well, we have you guys seen the BBC show Merlin? I kind of remember uh, it. I think I started watching it and never got very that far. Was, that was really big for a while. And I think after that, as, as like a culture, we were also worn out by the Arthurian legends. We just sort of said, right, we're done. We're done for now. We'll just leave that be for a bit. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. I am not possibly, possibly not speaking for my whole country. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> possibly. Just, just so you guys were just, uh, yeah, you were just. Uh, what's the word like too like you're just it's too much it's just oversaturated oversaturation thank you yes <laughs> brain <laughs> um so was there anything else in celebration um there's a new animated series called tales of the jedi which oh, right. is starring like liam neeson ashley Eckstein's coming back to voice ahsoka it's um stories of the prequel jedi but when they're little babbies nice okay so for little kitties uh, I think, yeah, I think it's more aimed at, there's quite a few kids shows that have been announced, which I really appreciate, especially with how dark today's episode of Kenobi was, and definitely not for the kiddies. Right. Not, the kiddies. not at yeah. all. Mm-mm. But it was and, for me. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was, it was for me. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was happy to see the Willow trailer. Yes. Oh yeah, that yeah. was really good. Yeah, um, I was happy to go back to that story. That was a one and doneer, but like a George Lucas, you know, George Lucas story, you know, directed by I think it was Ron Howard, right? Yes, or, it was Ron yeah. Howard. So, uh, but it was George Lucas's, you know, came from, and there's a lot of Star Wars. I watch it now, and I'm like, oh yeah, there's Darth Vader, and you know what I mean? Yes, the reluctant hero, and all this stuff. So it's, you can totally tell it's still from George Lucas's, you know, mind. So it was cool to see part two or or, or the, a show coming out that they're expanding on it. So that's Willow Wolfgood, you know. Um, I doubt Val Kilmer is going to be on it, but um, as Mad Morgan, but we'll see. Maybe we'll see something. I don't know. Kind of looks like a. I don't know if it's a prequel. I don't think it's a prequel, but no. It's, um, I thought it was a continuation. Yeah, it kind of mm-hmm. seems like it. That's um, a fun story. I always, I kind of have. I kind of know. I love. I love Willow. <laughs> I can so, tell. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies growing up. So, and it's and it was like, oh, George Lucas wrote this. No wonder I love it. <laughs> See, you you had that. My my partner's also a huge fan of it from being a kid. I was the never-ending story era. That was mm, that was sure. my like right die-hard childhood film. Such a good film. That's a good one too. Yeah. <sighs> I try you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> You have no right <laughs> to bring that up yeah. in this environment. <laughs> I have stayed traumatized since I saw it for the first time as a child, and it has never left me, okay? It's never right. left me. <laughs> I am joking. There was also, if anyone's an Indiana Jones fan, um, John Williams did a live conducting performance, which is the first one he's done in a long time. And I am deeply jealous of every single person Mm. who got to see him. Um, And alongside this, we got to see some stills from the new Indiana Jones film and have the theme played live as well, which was super cool. That's always fun, too. That's really cool, yeah. Once again, from the George. Love, 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 love. 
how can I, how did I, again, how did I forget? Um, Star Wars Celebration's coming to the UK next year. Right. We're having it. It's coming to London it's for the first Whoa. time since, since like 2016, I think. Wow, we were just talking about that ish. Um, all the hotels around the XL Center have sold out immediately, so just have fun serious. trying to find somewhere to stay. Really, that quick? Yes, within uh, I would say within six to twelve hours of it being announced. Wow! Gone. So you got like an extra couch or anything? <laughs> um, I live in the middle of the country. London is like quite a way away, so it takes like a good train and then a hotel. So I'm gonna figure it out. My only other hope, my only other hope, was that you would let me apply <laughs> as a podcast with Clone Army Radio, and then I can just go, and then I don't have to worry. <laughs> nice. There you go. We'd have represent no, on the that- ground. That is that is absolutely an option. You can apply as a podcast, and then you get like free entry and all that good stuff. Well, but where yeah, do we sign at up? the moment, I need to do some looking into it. At the moment, it's where the heck do we stay? Yeah, really. If everything's but already yes. booked, from Airbnb? the seventh to the thirteenth of April next year in the Excel Center in London. Oh my goodness! So are you just gonna go to like hang out outside if you can't get in, or yeah, if I can't get in, then I will like I will just go to the venue to just see people because there's loads of people going that I know and have known for like a few years through cosplay, and it would be amazing to meet some of these people. Like honestly, sure, I'm sure there'd be like um like parties, Star Wars parties or whatever. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. At every celebration, it's... there's a Ray meetup, so. I'm kind of oh. obligated to go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think it's great that they're actually doing one next year because I had heard rumors that it was going to be every other year. So oh. that's uh, that's kind of making it hopeful that it's going to continue as a, a yearly thing. Yeah, maybe like every other year in the States rather than mm. like kind of the other years it goes elsewhere. I don't know. I think they, they do one in J- Japan, I want to say. I think they yeah, used to be. like a while yeah. back. I think for me that covers everything that I dragged out of celebration. There are also some amazing panels. Like, please, I, I really encourage people to go back and listen to some of these panels because it's amazing hearing, particularly uh, Ewan and Hayden's panel, is fantastic. Hearing them talk and share stories and be kind of together and working together again makes my little heart so happy. I am living my full prequel renaissance right now. This is <sighs> everything, everything. <laughs> This is for you, Ray. It uh, is. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like mostly me. what I did with um with the celebration stuff was watch the panels because well, obviously I didn't want to watch the shaky phone cameras of some of the, the trailers, <laughs> but um but it was it was cool to hear a lot of them talk, the uh the Favreau and Filoni stuff and the Attack of the Clones panel where Ashley Eckstein hosted it and she called out Ewan and Hayden and she had never met Hayden before so that was a cool moment she's like nice oh, to meet you Sky Guy <laughs> it was great um, and then uh, Pedro Pascal they had uh, uh, what's his last name the the Rogue One guy Diego Oh, is it Diego Luna I think so yeah I want to say yeah 
and then I can't remember the the lady's name that plays Mon Mothma, but they had those two out, and that was it was cool to hear them talk. Uh, just, yeah, I really liked all the panels. I've been in this fight since the, I was six years old. Yeah, obviously the <laughs> the trailers that they did show were really good and stuff, and I enjoyed those. Like the Fallen Order, I was blown away because I've played that game twice now, and I want to play it again already. The uh, the first one, so. Mm. But yeah, that's that's about all I can really say about Celebration. Oh, and they did, I think, oh, that was last Wednesday, I think. Or no, when was, uh, Obi-Wan was Friday last week, right? Yes. Yeah, so I think that was the day they put up the pre-orders for the Reva action figure. And nice. I pre-ordered that. And then today they put up the Obi-Wan Kenobi pre-order, so I pre-ordered <sighs> that as well. <laughs> I just yeah. I hope they do one like every week for the figures. Like there's a ton of black series figures, but I do like the smaller, the vintage collection ones. Cause I have thousands of them. Uh, <laughs> I would assume I've never actually counted. I have inventory, but I don't have a count. I'll count. Uh, I love counting stuff like that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> all right. Well you fly over to Ohio and you can count all of my collection. Nice. <laughs> nice. I might even pay for the ticket. <laughs> inventory just because i don't don't like... threaten me with a good time <laughs> where you sit there and go do you mind inventory and organizing all of these figures for me and i go oh i'd love to that'd be please <laughs> genuinely i'd love that now would you just inventory them or would you like have like little battles with them at the same time it depends if you're a box in or box out sort of person. Because if you're a box, like if you're a box in, then I respect the box. Keep protect the box. No, no, no dodgy corners. Right. No, no tearing. None of that. But if you're a box out, then I will fight with them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, most of most of my collection is out because. Good man. Yeah. Good man. That's what we like to hear. The yeah. only the only this is so embarrassing. Completely off topic. The only figure that I have box, which is my prized possession. Is yes. Jar Jar? <laughs> nice. The uh, 50th. Oh, yeah, I remember that came out. I never saw one in the stores, but. I love him. He's very special to me. <laughs> He's a Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar's <laughs> awesome. I will fight anyone that does not like Jar Jar. Exactly. See, this is how I know I am with good people. That's how I know. No Jar Jar slander. Thank you. Never understood it. Yeah, I never had a problem with him. Like as I was younger, and now as I'm old, I'm, uh, he's hilarious to me. He's <laughs> he saves the day. Like he does. Uh, like Mr. Magoo, he always saves the day. I love when uh, speaking of saving the day, when he doesn't really save the day. Jar Jar, do something. Might give up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Misa no have the boomba. <laughs> it's one of the best lines in Star Wars, George. Exceptional writing. Ten out of ten. Are we going to talk about Kenobi? Because I have some thoughts and feelings. <laughs> no, I think we'll wait till like next week to talk about the episode. Feelings. <laughs> Please. Please. All right. So I want to start with something that I'm sure a lot of people... Probably a lot of like more of the negative end of the Star Wars fans would probably complain about, but it's something that popped in my head today or this morning. In A New Hope, Darth Vader says to Obi-Wan Kenobi, when I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. 
okay, but now they're fighting. Spoiler alert, they're fighting in this episode. He's not a learner anymore, right? I I have a theory to support. I have a theory. I have a theory. I have a theory. So when we and first see Darth, I I got into this earlier. Um, when we first see Darth Vader in this episode, everybody we're just we're jumping right into the like the last act. Fine. Um, sure. When why we not? first see Darth Vader, the thing that is missing is his music. We've had right. Jewel of the Fates. We've mm. had Leia's classic theme. The only thing we haven't had is the classic Darth Vader march. I think this is meant to represent that there is still more Anakin than there is Vader. Mm. Vader's like full power. He is, he's still, he's learning how to be Vader. And I think that's also what this whole kind of display of strength, this sort of force choke and then neck break and then smashing stuff. And this kind of, it's all these power moves, very Kylo Ren, very, everybody look at me. I am big and terrifying. (laughs) Very Anakin from the Clone Wars. Yes, very hmm. much so. Um, I yeah, I think that explains why when they first meet, like Anakin still considered himself a learner. He was learning to be Vader because we don't have that iconic music, and it's the first time we've seen him on screen. So you'd think there'd be at least like a, a whisper in the background of something. Right. But no, it's just I, silence. I That's a really was... good catch, Charlie. That was a great catch. I thought there was something missing when I saw yeah. Vader. I'm like, what is like I, I see him, but like why am I not feeling like the entire character? What's going on? Like what what and it's I didn't even think about it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. caught it. The theme was not there. You need that theme. No, that's awesome. I'm I'm glad I brought it up because I I was hoping one of you would have a good, <laughs> good response to that. That was freaking perfect. So I feel like Baymax, you know, when he gets full of punctures and all of the air comes out of him and he starts deflating and he tries to patch all of them up. That's what I'm doing to the plot holes in this episode. I'm like, no, 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 no. Everyone shut up. No, (laughs) there's no plot holes. (laughs) So this episode starts out with Obi-Wan meditating, still trying to get in touch with Qui-Gon. And I love that they're sticking to this. I part of me. Okay. I, I think it would be cool, obviously, if Liam Neeson shows up and, talks to obi-wan as qui-gon but the other part of me thinks would it be better if he didn't and obi-wan has to learn how to become a force ghost on his own it would make it would make obi-wan like even more powerful than you can imagine like he says in a new hope so i'm like kind of back and forth on this and i was just wondering what you guys thought about that i don't know uh i didn't even catch that he's trying to connect oh you didn't (laughs) no yeah, he's like meditating on that that transport ship, and he's—I he, don't know the, what he's saying, but I just hear him, you know, Qui Gon, something, something. He's just, yeah. and he did it in the the other two episodes as well. I thought he was just thinking about Anakin because we see Anakin getting put together. No, he's he's trying to meditate, I think, and it's also a really a straight out the ballpark another beautiful parallel for Ray. When she's meditating with the rocks and saying, be with me, be with me, be oh, with yeah. me. I there, that. there are so many Ray parallels across these three episodes so far. I am screaming. So what you're yeah. saying is Ray is a Kenobi. Just kidding. Uh, yes. Um, oh. <laughs> I think I think Obi-Wan has a child. This is my wild theory for the day. I think Obi-Wan has a child at some point in this part of the timeline. And that child is Ray's mum. Because they've never oh. actually fully clarified who Ray's mum is. She's still kind of from nowhere. And that 
still like it's never been kind of solidified in any sort of way whereas her father's backstory is very kind of clear-cut now like this whole kind of clone of palpatine blah 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 um so yeah I'd, i'm interested to see if it's just a directing choice and just to sort of try and bring the sequels into the kind of skywalker narrative and make them seem more kind of cohesive that's beautiful but mm. my little squirrel brain wants to say that there's a reason uh-huh. well damn i mean i was just kidding and and i love that you're like no wait <laughs> hang on <laughs> ray's mother i didn't even yeah, yeah that's not even I, on my radar right no i thought ray's mom was explained with the father with the clone i i, I didn't even think about ray's mom yeah yeah wow good catch in the meditating like with kenobi you hear yoda you hear qui-gon you hear no i think it was just qui-gon and yoda i'm pretty sure oh and anakin of course anakin. right yeah i honestly i think that we will see him communicate with qui-gon at some point in the series but i wouldn't be disappointed if we didn't i would just think oh okay well Maybe, you know, sometime after the series is over is when he communicates or maybe he never does. And like I said, he just figures it out on his own because he's Obi-Wan and he doesn't need Qui-Gon. That's such a good theory. Oh, thank you. We shift over into Vader suiting up, which to me is some of the most beautiful kind of practical effect work I've seen in a long time. Because I remember I rewatched the uh, Revenge of the Sith recently, as a lot of people did. The scene at the end with Vader's suit, it's all CG. And bless them, they were trying and they were pushing. And you can tell, whereas this is like a proper piece together. And it ju- it looked absolutely breathtaking. It did look very, like, different in a way, I thought. Mm-hmm. Like when the suit was all together and he like took the steps, I'm like, it looked, yeah, I guess maybe that's why, because it wasn't, it wasn't any CG going on there. And it's a, if you compare what they had in the original trilogy to make Darth Vader's suit from the kind of materials that were available, the knowledge base that was there. And now there are like 501st cosplayers with the most screen accurate Vader you've ever seen in your whole life. And suddenly we can have these incredible costumes made. The helmet. Oh. Mm-hmm. I have one on my shelf. I was so tempted to just put it on before the episode starts. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the burns. Did, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry. The, yeah. Go. The, the center, like, like console of his chest, did it look a little different to you guys or something? It looked like there was like less buttons or something. To me, it did look different to mm. me too. No, not nitpicking. No, but it's probably. Um, I was talking to somebody I work about it. And they're like, "Oh, they're, he's probably because he's looking more like um, the Vader of uh, Star, Wars, the New Hope, which is a little less, mm. uh, you know, costume." Yeah, it's possible. And it was cool to see his layer again, you know, on uh, Mustafar. Yes, he's a throne. So, Yes, the throne of Vader. Right? I mean, I guess if he's a lord, he should have a throne if he has a castle. But I'm just like, I don't... Have we ever seen Vader sitting in a throne? I don't even know if he did in the comic books I read. Oh, You guys picked up on the whole, this is episode, like, part three, and it's paralleling episode, like, paralleling episode three. There's mm. so much kind of... There was a, there's like oh. a famous George Lucas quote where he says everything's poetry, it has to rhyme. And that's what is happening here. There's this rhyming between 
episode three and this part three. The Revenge of the Sith? Yes. Part three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they go to that Mustafar. He's putting his uh, his suit on. I mean, his face is all... You can see his face again. And Shout out um, to Hayden Christensen for wearing full body prosthetics. No idea how uncomfortable that must have been. Oh, right. Yeah, that was the other thing, too. You could totally tell that that was him in the suit. The, the way he walks. Mm-hmm. It's very Vader-like. But it's also very Hayden like. Like you could just I, I picked up on it right away. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely him in the suit. It's gotta be. I wanted to ask, unless Charlie, did you have something? Oh, okay. How uh, uh, I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, what does that say? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> how does how does Vader know with certainty that Obi-Wan is alive? Is it a feeling if if Obi-Wan you kind of get the feeling he sort of shut himself off with a force so it couldn't really be a feeling in the force right like do you think Palpatine knows somehow because it's 10 years later what would make him know for sure Obi-Wan lives any thoughts on that at all partly Reva being obsessed and most likely Vader being aware of that obsession being quite a long-standing part of her time with him but also I, I, I think Obi-Wan using the force to stop Leia hitting the ground when she fell off that building would have, Vader would have sensed that more than likely. He would have felt that and felt a a different pull on the force, a different user, somebody else kind of tapping into the source, if that makes sense. Okay. That's me, but it's stretchy, stretching a little bit. It's an interesting (laughs) point, though. I like that. Makes me think. I mean, does he just, I I mean, it could just simply be that he knows Obi-Wan is a survivor and. Yeah. He knows out of out of he knows him like he knows himself maybe so he kind of would assume Obi Wan would do what Anakin would do to survive I guess maybe I don't know just a thought it's a good thought oh go ahead you you look like you're thinking go ahead <laughs> yeah no um he will survive and he will hold his <laughs> head up high <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now I'm just picking, picturing uh, the movie The Replacements when they're dancing. <laughs> yeah. I will survive. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> the line dance. Yes. <laughs> the line dance. Hey, John Favreau was in that. Oh, yeah. I'm a cop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love that. And I please hear some commotion for the one, the only legendary James L. Jones returning to give us that full Vader experience. Did yeah. I absolutely lose my mind? Because part of my brain was just expecting Hayden's like Canadian. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. No, it was, was, yeah. Was he in the was, credits? Yes. Okay, because I, I think I went to bed. I didn't watch the credits. <laughs> Fair. Good, good. I figured it was him, but. And James Earl Jones is still alive, then, right? Yeah, he's yes, like he's 90. ninety-one. Holy Moses! Wow. I was like, I was, when I heard his voice, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I, I thought he was dead. I'm sorry, mm. like, you know what I mean? Not that I want him to be dead. No, God, no. But like, I was like, whoa, he's still alive to do the voices. I'm like, oh my God, like, let's get him recorded in like any Vader like line we can think of. Like, let's just have him record it, just yeah, so we really. have it for the future. <laughs> You know, you know. On on that note, too, um, it was almost like he was acting Vader out as 
Hayden did at the end of Revenge of the Sith before he got chopped up, like when he was still Anakin. Yes. Full body. It was like the way he spoke was very Anakin esque esque, I thought. There was yeah, still that edge of kind of like kind of boyish kind of arrogance and mm-hmm. um, immaturity to a degree. I think despite Anakin losing so much of his body physically, I don't think he's lost much of himself, the person, despite the dark side kind of being this all-consuming. Right. Anything else about Vader's castle? Oh, we hear kind of Reva's motivation. She wants to be the Grand Inquisitor. I thought she would want to be his apprentice, but maybe she's working towards that. I've got a theory about this. What do you guys... Right, here's here's my theory. Um, You guys know about Klaus von Stauffenberg, the German soldier who tried to assassinate Hitler and failed? Yeah. By getting yeah. incredibly close to him. What if this is what Reva's doing? Oh, trying to get in close to Vader. To... She, knows, she knows that Vader is Anakin Skywalker. There's not many people know that piece of information. She, she was there at Order 66. She knows that she would have known that he slaughtered the younglings. They were her Padawans, her friends, her family. What if she's trying to get as close to Vader as possible to eventually to try and kill him? Wow. That, I mean, that, that would be a pretty well-written idea, I think. Yeah. Um, she's kind of like against the Inquisitors anyways. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of kind of power. Reaver at the moment is acting very much like Anakin with the Jedi Council. Yeah, I did pick up on that as well. Which I I love to see. I think it's it's ooh, ooh. a lot of yeah. infighting with the Inquisitors. Did they do that before? Yes. I don't remember that so much. Yeah, so, I don't. That would be in Rebels, right? The, yeah, I know. I, I realized yeah. when I was asking you guys that, that you guys haven't gotten that far in Rebels. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, move along, move along. I'm, a, yeah. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> You're going to have to get some uh, uh, Star Wars, uh, uh, you know, experts in here for that answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that nice. has seen everything. Um, can, I, gonna... can I phone a friend? Is that like a 50-50 option? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you only get one phone a friend though per year, so make it worth it. Nick, <laughs> um, can I say something real quick mm-hmm. about uh, the actress Moses Ingram, mm-hmm. right? That plays Reva. Uh, I, I saw an article that she's getting some backlash or something, which oh so yeah, is is horrible. Like I can't believe this. Uh, I was like, what is going on? Like people can't be characters or can't be actors in star wars without a negative outcome and on twitter or or the internet like this is this is weird like this is not i don't like that i don't like that at all i'm sorry it's, i don't either unfortunately um vivian lyra blair who plays leia is also receiving what some have been calling the jake lloyd treatment no both her and the actress for Reva have both been like attacked and targeted. The the amount of vile like racism that has been shown by so-called fans, which uh, Star Wars quite appropriately put out a statement saying that they will not tolerate this behaviour from the fan base. This isn't acceptable. Star Wars has over twenty like million species. There's no place for racism here. And uh, Ewan McGregor has also spoken out, which I really think is. This is this is terrible. This is a terrible mm. problem. I don't understand it. I don't subscribe to it. I don't nope. believe in it. I, I like I look at people like I don't know. Like I have I'm kind of like 
maybe I'm just a little too naive with people that, that, that people are genuinely good, but um, I don't know if people are trying to be funny or what, or, or, or like really this is what they believe, but um, people need to grow up a little bit. If you ask me, you know, there is, yeah. Understand how as, as humanity, we can even still be like this at this point. It, it's, I, I'm trying hard to not swear, um, <laughs> but it really pisses me off. And to see that people are going out of their way to do what they are doing to Moses and to her name is Vivian, you said? Yeah, Vivian. Uh, Leia, uh, okay, set Moses aside for a second. Vivian is a little kid. For real. I'm going to say it right now if, in case any of the people out there listening to us are these type of people. Come fight me, like for real. I will, yes. I will beat the hell out of somebody yeah. over that. I'm sorry, that is Thank so you. wrong on it, every it, level. Yeah, and look, and, we're lucky to have these actors, you know, like playing these characters. Okay, you keep doing this to these people, like no one's gonna sign up. No one's to, gonna to, want to be in Star Wars. No one's gonna want to be in Star Wars. And look, no yeah. Star Wars. You guys ruined it for everybody. I would like to remind people that Jake Lloyd was so intensely bullied that he had several severe mental health breakdowns and now has quite an aggressive right. criminal record. Thankfully, right. he's he's in recovery and he's doing much better with himself now. I think he's done a couple of interviews over the last few years, and that's amazing to see that he's getting his life back together again. He was a child. Yeah. Like, give over. It's almost like at this point, those that side, I don't even want to call them fans because that's not what they are, that... that side of people are looking for any excuse at this point any excuse to start beef to have a problem to be nasty to be racist to be discriminatory and it's not okay no at all and they all do it from the safety of their phones or computers it's like you know i'm sorry i'm not trying to sound like i'm a tough guy or anything but (laughs) if, if they did that stuff in person it, they wouldn't. They're cowards. Yeah, they're they wouldn't. Cowards. They're bad people. I, I just. How do you? How do you do that? How do you go out of your way and attack a little girl or be racist towards somebody like that? Come on, grow. Like Lito said, grow up. Yeah. And just be nice, man. We don't. Yeah, just just be nice. Uh, if, if that was my daughter like, getting harassed, I'd be like, okay, you know what? My daughter canceled the rest of the show. Like, no, we're not we're not showing any more um, <gasps> episodes. Could you imagine? Yeah. Shut it down. Shut it down. That's it. We're done. I have huge respect for that. Honestly, I really yeah. do. Yeah. Because that's if you're going to be like that, then then they don't deserve it. So shut it down. I'm done. We just we live in a world that beats us down every day. We don't need to beat each other down at the same time. <gasps> yeah. You know, and Star Wars is all about fun hope enjoyment you know there's yeah. no place for that stuff and for us connecting to our you know childhood you know yeah and nostalgia and stuff for us older crowd just do better it's not that hard just right. do better just yeah make better choices with your life <laughs> yeah oh, speaking yeah. of speaking of Leia. Firstly, Vivian Lyra Blair, not that she's probably ever going to hear this, but you are the most precious angel. You are doing an incredible job. Carrie would have absolutely adored you and thought you were incredible. When she asks Obi-Wan Kenobi, how does the how does the how how the force works? And he mm. says to her, that's 
that's that's not how it works. That was a super lovely callback to the Force Awakens. Oh right. my goodness! Yeah, I caught that. <laughs> I love. Um, she gives me a lot of little Anakin vibes. Yes. Just the constant like asking questions, like Anakin did with Qui Gon, and um, and she's like impulsive, adventurous. Uh, it's I'm just blown away, like how well how well written and how well acted this character Absolutely. is. It, it's it's like so many times I'm like it's little Anakin, and She's it makes sense. Very precocious, mm-hmm. very very precocious and adorable. It I'd, I'm probably reading far too much into Ewan McGregor's acting because I love to do this. Um, but especially with the whole kind of she's very little Anakin, I see. I see on his face when he speaks to her that he's speaking to her like she's Anakin. He's using mm-hmm. that that same tone, that energy for this this wild little untamed Jedi boy who's running around causing mischief, stealing like <laughs> starfighters, <laughs> probably with no trousers on, just you know, like kids do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I was thinking when when Obi Wan, you know, corrects himself by calling. Uh, you know, Leia, Leia, and not calling her by the name that they came up with her real quick. Was it Luna or something like that? Yeah, Luma. Luma. It's light. Yeah, I think the the truth that he was speaking, like, convinced the stormtroopers that, you know, he was telling the yes. truth. I was like, oh, I, sometimes I look at her and I see her mom. You know what I mean? Like, like that whole, like, he delivered that with, like, so much truth that the stormtroopers so were like, like, that, that was my favorite part of the episode, like, more <laughs> than Vader. You and then I mean? Leia was fully like, why are you lying to me? Right. Why? Why yeah. are you? Stop lying to me. Right. What do you know? She, right. he's like, she totally, yeah, she totally picked up on what Lita was just saying about him actually telling the truth. She was like, yeah. oh, so you do know my mother. Yeah. That was, she's such a smart little kid. When she asked if Obi-Wan is her real father. Ah. Oh, I know. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. I know. And he's like, I wish I was. I'm like, damn. (laughs) Yeah. Ow. It's so layered. It's the writing is, I don't think I've seen Star Wars, right? I would argue this. It feels very George. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say it It feels very George. Mm, Yeah. The the kind of these moments of heart and emotional connection. And that was something always so essential to Lucas's writing. And you can see it throughout all of the films. It's these big, epic fight and all of this. And then these moments of just pure kind of human love and and care and appreciation and understanding and and worry and and loss. And stunning, absolutely stunning. Oh. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that at all. Well said. Um, fun. So, oh, oh no! I was just gonna say. After you, because I'm I'm going and I'm not giving anybody else a chance. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Uh, there was like around. It was right around that part where uh, Obi Wan stops like dead in his tracks, and like the music kind of gets a little eerie-ish, maybe, and he sees Anakin standing over in the distance with his hood on and Hayden, you know, Hayden, obviously it's the first time we see Hayden as Anakin turn around and look at him with that hissed off look on his face. Yeah. And so maybe that was Vader at that point, not Anakin, but Obi-Wan is so haunted by the past, which makes sense. It's PTSD. Um, But now that he knows, I think 
his PTSD has accelerated because he now knows that Anakin lives. So now his nightmares are becoming his reality and the looks on Ewan's face. I've never had any doubts in his acting, but like, oh my God. A hundred percent. I'd love him. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I was. Su- oh no, go ahead. Uh, I, I, I was fast forwarding. I'm going to fast forward. I was just going to say that I was surprised that his first instinct was to run. You yes. know what I mean? You know what I mean? It just seems like not the Obi-Wan that we're used to seeing. <laughs> yeah. Sith Lords are no longer his specialty. Yeah. That was really <laughs> telling. Yeah, it really was. I I was right there with you at that part. I'm like, he's running. <laughs> yeah. I have what? a theory about that, but I'm going to I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait until we get to all the Vader stuff. Yes. Does it does it have to do with like trying to wear down Vader by making him walk or walk? Or, you know, trying to like make him tired. Partly, <laughs> oh, partly. Is he, is he kiting him like you do to the bosses in video games? You just run in circles <laughs> and attack, and then you run in circles again. <laughs> don't 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 trigger me like that. I haven't thought about it. No. <laughs> stick and move, stick and move. Too many Call of Duty memories. Too many. <laughs> I did make a note of something too. After Leia flags down, uh, Freck, I think his name is, and there's a part when she like they made up their names, and she says to Obi Wan, uh, "Father, aren't you going to say hello? Do you think they were totally <gasps> teasing the hello there thing?" <laughs> Yes. Charlie. Yes. He, hello. You. No. Right. <laughs> that was the, yeah. That was so intentional. They're like, we're not going to actually have him say it. <laughs> That's great. Um, delighted to welcome Hans Moleman into Star Wars. Made me absolutely cry with laughter. Because he's a mole. He's a mole man. Oh, the driver <sighs> guys. Yes. I yeah. didn't even catch that. Um, He's voiced by Zach Braff, like JD from Scrubs. Oh, okay. I was oh, wondering. No if I was like, Hello. whose voice is this? Yes. Yeah, very familiar voice. Good catch. Awesome. <laughs> I, I don't do any research before the show, so it's like <laughs> this, I learn everything on the fly. This is all. This is better than doing research. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, the I... only research I did was the uh, writer. But go ahead. I've, I've probably, uh, yeah, I think I've maybe been a bit over enthusiastic, but that's okay. <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. That's good. Yes. I love it. Um, Mapuzo, the planet that they land on, uh, it was first introduced in a Star Wars role playing game. Really? So it's like a deep cut. Oh, that's awesome. It did sound familiar. Do you, was that in California? Do you think? I felt like you could see the Hollywood sign in the background. Yeah, if you squinted, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I just it felt very California to me, which is cool. They're on, you know, they're out doing things, maybe rather than all in the volume. Yeah, I think there's been a definite kind of step away because I think when somebody pointed out to me that everything that's shot on the volume, all the rooms are the same size. Like exactly the same size, and it's tilted my ability to watch that footage and go, "Yes, I'm in it. I believe it now." Mm-hmm. Whereas I think for this, they've done. Although I think a lot of it was also done in like a parking lot, 
in like LA. Which oh, is some right, blue screen yeah. and some sand. So uh, uh Lito, how are you feeling about it not all being on Tatooine? Well, we're still kind of in a desert planet, which is fine. <laughs> uh the mining but it's good that we're off we're off Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but, you know, we started there, which is, you know, normal. <laughs> but you've got but, Dayu, you've got, got Dayu. Mapuzo, you've got, uh, I still don't know the name of the planet that the Imperial base is on, which is straight out of the Fallen Order game, I believe. It is, yes. I can tell you that it's called Fortress Inquisitoria. That sounds Ooh. so familiar, yes. Awesome. <laughs> fancy, fancy. And yeah, this idea that Mapuzo has been stripped for minerals. The Empire are literally taking whatever they need from wherever they want to take it from to build the Death Star. Like Vader is on it right now. This is like peak Empire time. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So yeah, um, my uh, order of things that I liked. This is obviously the stuff about you know Vader. Um, uh, Vader. Uh, Obi Wan talking about the mom about Padme. But then my second cool part was like when they announced, uh, was it Quinlan Voss is around? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Which to me was like sweet. Hopefully we get to see him. But what even a juicy little name drop. Ooh. Yeah. I was and like, Obi Wan was cool. all excited about it. He's like, Quinlan was here. I'm like, yeah. yes. I had Besties. goosebumps. <laughs> six in the morning over here, or like no, it was like six thirty in the morning. I'm like, I did that. I was like, yes. <laughs> So, so I'm excited. Yeah, because that's another like, you know, like Jedi that's out mm-hmm. there that could, you know, potentially show up, save the day, you know, out of nowhere. I mean, he, the setup is here. So the payoff will be in one of the shows, if not this oh, one or dude. cartoons. So it's someone that kind of needs to be, you know, more explored more. And and it's just like a Cat Bane of like, maybe like not, it's either like less known than Cat Bane, right? I think. Probably. Um, I I mean, I fell in love with the character reading the Dark Disciple book. Right, which which Um, I'm getting through myself. Are you still? Nice. Yeah. It's such a good book. Right. Charlie, you should read it if you haven't. Noted. I'll add it to the list. (laughs) Um, But he was in like a couple episodes of the Clone Wars. Um, So he's, he's very little known, I guess, but at the same time, he's one of the more popular characters because right. everybody likes him and everyone. So, yeah, like you said, this opens the door for them to pop him in maybe in this show or somewhere else. And and uh, I forget the, the lady's name. Uh, Tarla says uh, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, Tarla says something like Quinlan has been here a lot. Um, so he's still out there helping and being a Jedi, really. It's, right, I'm so excited. <laughs> same here, same here for the possibilities. Like, yes, let's, we we need to see more of him. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: uh, Indira Varma, who plays this new character, who's helping Obi Wan, um, she played Ilaria Sand in um, Game of Thrones, and she was yes. married to Pedro Pascal. <laughs> in real life, or no, not in, in, not in, in real show. life. Their their characters in the show oh, are married, right. but maybe ah. not. There you go. She also, if anyone listening is a fan of the British show Torchwood, which is like a spin-off of Doctor Who, um, she played Susie in the first season and a character super, super close to my heart and the show. So that made me pretty happy. I actually watched, I think I watched like the first season or was there only one season? 
There's about five seasons. First, the first three seasons are good. The fourth season is naff, and the fifth season we don't talk about. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good because I haven't seen it. <laughs> Brilliant. Don't. Uh, yeah, no, it's I horrible. Thought that was, I thought that was a pretty cool show from what I remember. It was, it's been a while, but uh, I think one of the main actors was in the Arrow show that I watched. I think it's the same guy. I don't know if you're familiar with any of the DC stuff, but Arrow was a pretty good show for like three seasons. I watched, yeah, I think I've watched like the first two seasons of Arrow a while ago. So okay. enjoyed it. But no, I was super happy to see it. Ah, um, I loved the idea that it's the Jedi Underground Railroad. Yes. <gasps> right. That's a great point. There's a, there's a system in place for them to be smuggled yes. from planet to planet and into safety, which is awesome. That's a good point. I didn't even catch that. There's a there's a lot of um there's a lot of like really powerful messages tied into this episode specifically and it made me just, oh incredible Deborah Chow, I I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I marry me. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Absolutely. Um yeah, Emmy's all over the place or you know Golden Globes when I think they could do TV, right? Because this is good stuff. This deserves as many Emmys, as many gold, as many. Just give it an Oscar, please. Give this single episode <laughs> one Oscar. Well, it was like, it's got to get something because what did it do over the weekend? It was like the most It streamed. was the most, yeah. Yeah, so and people Kicks were immediately like. Out of the park. <laughs> right? People are like, season two, there's got to be a season two now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're, they're, it's all right. they're probably already writing it um how gorgeous do the stormtroopers look i'm i've never been a terribly big fan of like the squeaky clean bright white kind of toothpaste <laughs> like stormtrooper i love the kind of when they're dirty and grimy and scratched and messed up and these troopers have obviously been through absolute hell mm-hmm. right. i was fully expecting a jedi mind trick i was hope i was hoping and praying we'd get a Oh, yeah, I was expecting it. <laughs> yep, for real. I thought so, too. Do you think the Clone Trooper, or Clone Trooper, Clone Army Radio, the Stormtrooper <laughs> armor um, looks more like a higher quality than in, uh, like, the Mandalorian and stuff? Yeah, somehow they've stepped it up even more. There were also a couple of female Stormtroopers, which I think is the first time we've verbally heard them on screen. Right. Kind of be differentiated as they're not all men. There's also women here as well. I appreciate that the costume doesn't change for the gender. That's really nice. Thank you. It's a really small detail, but really important. <laughs> There's not like sculpted boobs or anything. It's just <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you get the same one. Yep. Yeah, oh, everybody gets the same one. It's not. Line on the left, one Stormtrooper trooper a piece. Super uh, stormtrooper outfit a piece. Super trooper. Are you an <laughs> Ava fan, Lito? Um... <laughs> now I was thinking, yeah, I just got tongue tied. Super troopers. <laughs> Super troopers. Line on the Sorry. left, stormtrooper outfit. One stormtrooper outfit a piece. <laughs> I'm you... trying, trying to do a life of Brian quote. <laughs> it's not oh. coming out right. <laughs> Gosh, I haven't that seen that like... in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys pick up on Kenobi talking about his family? His yes. Brother. Oh, brother. brother. Oh, snap. Yep. There's that second season. There, yeah. yeah. 
We're gonna is find he hot though? Can I get his number? <laughs> speaking of speaking of Obi two, um, Hugh McGregor has a brother who was in the Royal Air Force, and mm. his call sign is Obi two. Yeah, when I found out oh. about that, I was like, that is so awesome. <laughs> Another little fun fact, right? This is great. Yeah, that was that was interesting though that he re- he remembered his what was it, his father's hand, his mother's shawl, shawl and a baby. I'm like, <laughs> wow, that's yeah. There's a whole story there they could tell at some point if they wanted to. They're setting a table, and and I'm sitting down to eat at it because I I love all this stuff. I'm uh, I'm gonna gorge until I explode all of it. It was also really, really reminiscent of when Ray like remembers her past, the the kind of fragments and snapshots of memories that she has of her family, like a hand, a a shawl, a, a like a, a gust of wind. It's these little, little kind of fragments of memories that she carries with her, and and it has to mean something. <laughs> I hope. I hope it does. That would be. I mean, it doesn't have to, I guess, but but no, if it no, did, no, no. It, would be, it would be really like if it did, I would be like, no way, right? <laughs> um, so I had a thought about Obi Wan using a blaster when uh, when those stormtroopers oh. and the I thought it was a really cool shot too, where the probe, probe droid. Wow, now I'm tongue tied. The probe droid <laughs> targets Obi Wan's face. And he's like, bam, and shoots it. I'm like this dude must be using a blaster a lot because, and I'm not, I'm not nitpicking or anything. I think it's awesome, you know, especially him, so uncivilized. And he's just like, sh- he's Boba Fetting it up with this blaster, oh, yeah. and I'm just like, heck yeah! But I'm like, the whole, the whole time I'm like, where's the lightsaber? Where's the lightsaber? Uh, so it's like I like and dislike that he's not using it. I know why he's not using it. It's that would be a dead giveaway. There's a Jedi 100%, here. 100%, yeah. You would have right. Vader Vader, and like 70 Star Destroyers on that planet. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Um, one thing I noted, though, was bef- it was right after he shot the probe droid. He kind of like put his arm on Leia and like kind of nudged her away. And then he ran around the corner to take her away from the fight. And I'm like, God bless it. Obi-Wan is just super protector i mean he did kind of leave her exposed to get captured but he got her away from random blaster fire and and i thought that was brilliant i didn't realize the like the probe droids were so big oh really (laughs) like the the scale of that shot obviously i get it's meant to be kind of like intimidating and it's probably kind of like some wide lenses being used to make it look a lot bigger but i i kind of forget that they're about the same size as a person and that is deeply unsettling to me. Take mm-hmm. that space octopus and put it in the bin. <laughs> in the bin. <laughs> How horrifying. Oh, uh, speaking about the probe droid there, John, we, we can see clearly see five uh, little arms. Oh, from out. the trivia. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was like a trivia question from a long time ago that we... Oh. Pretty sure we bombed it, right? Yeah, we got it wrong. We were off by one. Yeah. We, we even looked at your model or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I brought like my action figures out. And That's brilliant. We were still like, because I think the action figure I have was like a different model or something from the one 
from the film. Why I don't is know. Star Wars like this? <laughs> <laughs> right. Makes trivia more frustrating and fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Lito, because <laughs> <laughs> anytime I, there's a probe droid, we're like, dang it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm still <laughs> mad about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Never there's forget. There's always one. There's right. always one. Yeah. It's all right. I got asked um, in a quiz who, what is the name of the person who raid like like sells her like junk to to get portions to eat? I know that it's Uncar Plot. I know that that is burned into my brain. Could I conjure it? Could I conjure those oh, two no. simple simple words to answer the question correctly? No, I couldn't, and I've been kicking myself ever since. It's so easy <laughs> to remember. It's not like it's Simon Pegg. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. But no, <laughs> disappeared. That's funny. Um, oh, did you guys notice there was no mention of the Grand Inquisitor other than Reva trying, I think, to make it sound like Obi-Wan killed him? Yes. But they never said anything else about him. I'm I'm so con- – I'm, obviously, they're going to have to tell the story. So I'm not I like, this is stupid. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I'm so confused because how oh, he's alive in Rebels. So I'm just I'm um, wondering how they're going to do it. His species have two stomachs. I've heard that, yeah. So I had that theory floated around that he's only been stabbed in one of them so he could quite easily survive. Um, and obviously we've seen in Star Wars, like Maul's been cut in half, uh, Anakin's lost two legs and arm and had like, you know, 100% third degree burns across his body. <sighs> I would argue at this point, Star Wars, I think their medical technology has advanced as lightsabers. So it's like a graph, like they follow each other. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of cut in half, do you think Obi-Wan should have made sure that one stormtrooper was dead at least? I mean, he got sliced in half. That was, but this was a very brutal episode. I wasn't expecting, this is brushing towards like kind of Punisher Marvel level violence. Right. Yes. Like just someone straight cut, amazing. I mm-hmm. love it. The little kid in me is like so excited at the man <laughs> that got cut in half, but. <sighs> I'm surprised. Yeah, it, it's. Mm. It's definitely not expected with um, with a Disney product, I guess, to see this kind of brutal, like, obviously we're going to get to the Vader stuff, but oh my god. It, yeah, I'll just, I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait till we get there. But, okay. <laughs> uh, one, one thing I wanted to note, and I'll just give the timestamp, I don't know if you guys have video up but 23 minutes 24 seconds you see the rogue one ship off in the distance <gasps> obviously it's not the same timeline but it's the same ship nice 20, 23, 23 24 24 now i was thinking because they said there's a pilot that's going to take you off ship i'm Were like you thinking brody uh, uh, oh i'm sorry Bro- go ahead brody i was thinking Andor. oh yeah mm. i guess that could have been it too but I was when you said that I was thinking the the pilot from Rogue One Brody or Bodie I think it's Bodie oh uh, oh that 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 guy is uh isn't he an Imperial Tie Fighter pilot I think so that's right he yeah uh, yeah. yeah you're right good call so he'd be he'd be in the, the academy probably now or a little kid yeah. or probably I don't know but I thought it was a cool little Easter egg seeing the ship kind of float floating off in the distance. <laughs> Very cool. I thought little Easter eggs are fun. Yep. The way Leia apologizes 
so sincerely for running away and that she promised she won't do it again and she's really sorry and she didn't mean it we have all been there as kids we have all mm-hmm. like realized that uh oh i did a bad thing i shouldn't have done that yeah bad idea but also kenobi's carrying the weight that this isn't anything to do with her it's really not anything she's done all of this was a plot to capture him it's all about him mm-hmm. and he's unintentionally put her in danger and too much too much have those heavy hitting you know moments oh, gosh. you're saying she's sprinkled in with some good action so it just makes oh it great yeah, i'm just repeating what you said earlier it's awesome what what do you guys think of that new droid the loader droid he looks like brock lesnar <laughs> he is exactly the same size and shape as brock lesnar the, the b in ned b stands for brock <laughs> the beast incarnate is in Star Wars. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Hetnote. <laughs> the reigning, defending, defending. <laughs> you don't get me because I what I can do that. I know. Um, he also reminded me. I don't know if you guys have seen No Country for Old Men. Yeah. yeah. Javier Bardem's character Anton Chigurh, that kind of big and silent but deadly. The way he was holding that hammer fully ready to smash some skulls in like no fucks given yeah he, oh there it is <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh no that's a quarter in the swear jar <laughs> oh yeah I, didn't, I don't think i said sorry. at the beginning that this is an unedited unfiltered I'm episode so sorry. <laughs> we'll move on from it we'll pretend it didn't happen we're all good you gotta add a quarter to the to the to the um impossible trivia now I'm blushing. Uh, I'm embarrassed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find it interesting? I found it interesting that he was like, oh, like grabbing the hammer, ready to do that. I thought he was just a yes. loader droid, but I guess there's a lot more to that droid than we know. Right. Will we see it him was, again? I hope so. It was very pointed when Leia was like, "Well, what if he's got something to say?" Hmm. <sighs> Yes, Queen. Droid rights. A hundred percent. Droid <laughs> rights. It, it kind of seemed like set up like he's going to be seen a lot more to me. It seemed like there was mm. like they gave him a name. They gave him like a little bit of a story here with the, with the, you know, he's obviously on the rebels side or I mean, I, can we call him rebels? I mean, they're kind of, it's kind of like the rebellion, right? It's kind of working here doing that underground railroad. Yeah. I just don't um, think they've like titled it that yet. Right, not, right. Until later on, but yeah, basically. So, um, he's definitely an, an, an he's definitely a uh, an ally for the rep for the you know the anti empire side, and <laughs> and an asset. Oh my gosh, is it is it time to dig into all the Vader stuff now? Because I think I, so. Yeah. Oh gosh, did you guys think we were going to get a fight this episode? Because I didn't. No. Nope. No, nope. I didn't think we were going to see him at all this episode. Nope. So. And and what got me was when Obi-Wan, you could tell Obi-Wan sensed him and he starts kind of like breathing heavier and they show a shot of the Inquisitors walking down the street. And I'm like, he's not going to freak out for them. And then you see Vader and I'm like, oh, beep. <laughs> yeah, beep is right. I didn't. Yeah, for the third episode. I mean, sometimes a third episode and and shows are like the weaker ones, and this was not by any stretch weak. This was, no. uh, yeah, Charlie. If you've got notes on it, 
run well. I was <laughs> I was tense from start to finish. Um, I love this idea that they 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 feel each other. They know they know the other one is there. And I think that connection was so beautifully established in the prequel films. It's such a kind of deep. I also think Vader marching in and immediately killing a father and son was very poignant. Oh, very, yeah. I'm dealing with my daddy issues right now. Um, mm. Intense. <laughs> and I think to know that he would have known Kenobi was there, he would have known Kenobi was watching, could see him, that could see that this was going on. And also putting Kenobi in a position where he could out himself, come out and try and protect these people that are being mercilessly killed by mm. this monster. I also don't think uh, before obi-wan sees vader i don't think he thinks that's what anakin looks like that's partly why the mirage he has in the fields is uh, normal anakin he doesn't realize that this is what vader's had to do to survive yeah, and now he's being faced with this huge just monster of just metal and machine and oh my goodness you brought up hayden's body acting as well which He's the man has obviously gone and done his research. David Prowse was the body for Vader for most of the original trilogy, I do believe. Mm-hmm. And there's so much of those mannerisms and that kind of body energy, but also so much of Hayden, so much of Anakin. It's this very arti- artfully done kind of blend of the two. Oh, stunning. Stunning, 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 stunning. The, the introduction, like the way he walks in, I just like watched it and they pan up from his feet. Mm-hmm. And they keep going back to Obi-Wan, looking through the, seeing through the lies of the Jedi and the little mini blinds. <laughs> God, it's so oh, the imagery is, is great. Yeah. You know, this is all you, stuff you catch on the second watch. You guys caught it on your first watches? You guys are dialed <laughs> in. You guys are dialed in. I was just yeah. I, I was probably like right there with, with Charlie at this point. I was just like, I don't even know if I was breathing, to be honest. No. I was just like. <laughs> the tension in like my shoulders and my neck just watching this unfold and I would oh. no after you Lito honestly <laughs> I was just going to comment on the time I thought this was going to be like a half hour episode so I'm like oh my god this is no. still going on this is still going on like I didn't look at the timestamp before I, I pressed play um, I thought it was going to be like 32 minutes and I'm like what is going on like why are we getting so much episode when is it gonna? You know what I mean. I'm always thinking about like the end and the last scene, and I'm like, "There's not. They're not gonna fight this episode. They're gonna tease it. It's not gonna happen." And then mm. it happened. I'm like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" And then like, there's more, and then there's more. And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Vader's challenge, just standing there, like feet planted, lightsaber ignited, just waiting for Obi Wan. Because really, at this point, Vader is expecting a Jedi Master. Vader is expecting a Jedi who has reached his full potential, has continued to become the Jedi Master he was supposed to be. Instead, what Vader's faced with is a very scared old man who's clearly having PTSD episodes. Those like first person lightsaber shots, really kind of reminiscent of of post traumatic stress. but also, I think Obi-Wan picks up on that. He's leaning into this idea that if he just runs away, then he's confusing Vader. Vader doesn't know whether there's there's power there, whether there's whether he even has his lightsaber until kind of this sudden... That shade of blue is stunning. Very Absolutely good. Absolutely mm-hmm. stunning. 
beautiful. Also absolutely justifies my lightsaber completely blowing out the whole room every time I turn it on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the, and the fighting was so similar to the choreography in A New Hope. There was so much just taken because they were fencing in yeah. A New Hope, not fighting the way like both Hayden right. and Ewan have been taught before. And even though there was none of the crazy spinning, there was still some of that kind of bravado, especially from Vader. It was my little heart. <laughs> it was interesting to see, I guess for me, I don't know, I guess because I'm still like, I'll thinking maybe how you were saying Anakin is thinking that Obi-Wan is still this BA Jedi master. And, <laughs> His when he fights, it's yeah, it's almost right out of how he fights in A New Hope, and I'm like, this is a whole different kind of fight. Anakin is in control of it, where Obi Wan seems yes. giving into his fear. He's and, panicked. He's scared. Yeah. Do you think oh. he's scared because if he dies, he can't train Luke? Can't train Luke. Can't save Leia. Yeah can't redeem Anakin maybe that's partly what he's going after this for like he doesn't want to engage he doesn't want to fight also really truthfully honestly Vader could have killed Kenobi at any point in that any mm -hmm. moment oh yeah there's Easily. this huge idea even like moving on to the kind of final scene with the fire which I'm getting onto. that's a whole thing mm. um, <laughs> he could have killed Kenobi at any moment snapped his neck choked him to death but I don't know whatever but he didn't because it's still part of him somewhere that knows and remembers and is and loves loves his his brother his father his however you want to describe their relationship it would it gave me chills like whole body chills honestly i oh. i liked how you saw the good but i, I saw the bad i, I was saw gonna say. yeah <laughs> i saw him like um no he's wants to like like Anakin is in pain at all, all times right now. There's, mm -hmm. um, so he wants Ewan to feel some of that. You yes. know, that's what the fire was all about, I think. Oh, um, yeah, that's where I was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ten years to think about the revenge you want to have on the man who, <sighs> like, amputated and burned you to death. Right. The, the anger that, like, Anakin has fully, like, searched his feelings, reached out and, like, embraced them. He's drowning in anger and spite, like Darth mm. Maul. It's that same kind of just venom. Just, mm. <laughs> what did you guys think of the level ground that they were on? Oh, no high ground. No high no ground. High ground. <laughs> no high ground? <laughs> yep. Surprised about... he didn't look for it. <laughs> yeah, true. Tara did, though. She was yeah. up there, high ground with a little pistol. Right. Um, also, the lightsaber POV when Obi-Wan is fighting and you see this kind of blue across the screen. Firstly, nice nice to see what the Jedi see in the dark. You see nothing except just blinding oh, yeah. light. But also this really beautiful show don't tell. Um, when Obi-Wan talked about describing the forces, well, how do you feel when you're scared in the dark? What do you do? Turn the light on. Yeah. He was scared. Mm. He didn't feel safe. So he turned the light on. He didn't want to. He didn't want to engage. He didn't want to fight. But he needed that safety that's brilliant charlie oh yeah, I, yeah. um when when they first confront each other and obi-wan he says what have you become and vader goes i'm waiting for the subtitles because i can't i am what you made me and i'm like oh 
God. <laughs> yep. <sighs> now you will suffer, Obi Wan. Is another iconic Vader line. Iconic. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's. This was kind of horror movie-ish, too, with him, with Obi-Wan running and hiding and Vader just kind of walking and showing up where yeah. Obi-Wan goes. Um, like, like with Reva in the first episode, yeah, this yeah. this idea that he's hiding and can't hide from this anymore. <gasps> yeah, like Jason, you know, Friday the 13th style, like, mm-hmm. you know, can't get away. Just slow, menacing, you know, walk of a guy is coming to get you regardless of how fast we run and you're going to fall. You always, you always fall <laughs> and you'll be right there. Oh, He's, yeah, and, but Vader's just always like right there. Like Obi-Wan's walking through the darkness and then Vader's right there again, attacking him. Like that's when you get, it was like tw- 35 minutes, 20 seconds or so. You get the actual clashing of lightsabers mm. and that, the, that, I'll, I'll, I'll censor myself. I was like, oh, crap. You know, this is it. <laughs> it felt... I was scared. I was I was anxious. And it felt all far too fast for me to really pay attention to all of it. And far too quick for me to really to be able to focus. But that's also what Obi-Wan would have been experiencing. Mm-hmm. He's not right. fought in 10 years. He's not pulled out his lot, really. And this is... Anakin Skywalker, the greatest fighter the Jedi Order has ever seen. Darth Vader, who's had another 10 years to just really hone in on like all seven or eight lightsaber forms. Just probably made up a few of his own along the way. Oh, yeah. It's horrifying. He also says the years have made you weak. That's like a total (gasps) thing Vader would say to old (laughs) Obi-Wan. Just like, dang. Yeah, I, I think Vader is definitely reaching his prime here, mm. and 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 seeing his old master as weak as he is and scared, I think that he's feeding off of that, and it's making him more powerful. Um, the entire kind of shot around, kind of like sort of thirty nine minutes forty two seconds in, where it's just the silhouette of Vader with the fire behind him, is. Mm immaculate absolutely beautiful and then what was the, uh it's at uh 39 okay there's like a couple of different kind of close-up shots oh geez yeah stunning <sighs> oh yeah now you will suffer obi-wan is is the part i just saw where he's got his hand out and there's the fire how freaking just dark is that what he did and you know he planned it (laughs) very biblical very eye for an eye Mm no good point and then the episode ends with Reva taking Leia being the horrible babysitter (laughs) right yeah I know after all this stuff and Leia still gets taken yeah, so there's like oh, another yeah. another rescue we got to do or something, because, I mean. What is Luke up to? No wonder the kid's so moody about wanting to go on adventures. He's stuck on a moisture farm. Yeah. His sister's <laughs> out here running around, getting new clothes, holiday, trips out, meeting new friends, socializing. <laughs> um, One little thing 
that we might have forgot. It was a quick little line by little Leia, because she, because um, Tala, Tala, how do you say her? Is it? I think it was the, like Tarla. Tala. 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 Yeah. Tala. She, uh, she's great with the pistol, and uh, Leia was like, "Oh, can Uh-oh. you teach me to shoot?" Oh. Leto froze. <gasps> the technical difficulties have returned. Yeah, sorry. Uh, there's it, uh, a storm just came through. Oh, so that uh, means I'll be getting hit with it in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I got. Um, Are you so guys we... each other's like weathermen? Is that how this works? Yeah. Well, he's like he's more north than I am, I think. So it might hit him first, or it might have already been through here. Yeah, I think it might have hit you already. Okay, my phone um, keeps lighting up. That's why I was wondering. But I was going to say that she, Leia, was uh, looking like she asked if she could teach her how to. Um, shoot and i'm like oh yeah. so that's so she's gonna she's gonna be the one that because uh, leia is like a great shot <laughs> right <laughs> you know? that she is so this is where she gets her her shooting uh, abilities from so so somehow uh tala is going to um she's gonna have to be involved with the raising of leia in a way i, I would think from that sentence yeah that's i like I'm the line she says uh to Obi-Wan she's like she'll make a good fighter one day and Obi-Wan kind of looks for a second he's like yes I think you're right (laughs) (laughs) he's getting the sense that that Leia is also special not just Luke it's just as any of this that you saw today kind of um change anything like other like like feeling why like would you go to the new hope now when they meet you know in a new hope does have they changed any of that drastically for you, for your New Hope experience, or has it enhanced it? I think the one thing it might have been enhanced, and I think we may have touched on it last week, was the Ben Kenobi thing. Uh, when Leia's like, "Ben Kenobi's here," you know, in A New Hope, it, it's almost more of like a my protector. I think you had said something yeah. about that, Leto, like, uh, you know, my protector's here again, kind of a thing. So she was excited i think right so definitely explains like why you hear her just like she launches herself forward in the seat and said ben ben kenobi mm-hmm. and obviously she's got such a deep connection he, he saved her life he saved her life multiple times now mm-hmm. yeah and, and you can see uh there's the little girl leia in this episode she went running to him after uh he shot all the stormtroopers and gives him a big hug so it's like yeah. <laughs> I did not come here to cry. Um, <laughs> no, I, I agree with you, Johnny. It 100% just enhanced so much of a new hope. I, I went back and watched that scene kind of like almost immediately afterwards, and it, bad idea, cried even more. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, what about you, Lito? Is it enhanced or taken away anything? Not the Leia stuff, but the Vader stuff has kind of made me rethink that whole exchange. And I think you talked about it at the beginning of the episode. Um, just just because, you know, thinking... like as, From today, I thought that last time they met was when Vader was created on Mustafar. Like, mm-hmm. But now that they... Now we know that they've met in between, it's kind of like um, I'm just... kind of like bringing their conversation they have and a new hope to this point, and I'm just wondering if it all still makes sense to me. And I, I think it does. I just haven't like 
you know, gone through and 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 checked all the all the similarities and stuff, you know, from what he says, you know, we meet again, you know, for the first time, for the last time. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Charlie's, um, what Charlie said about that helps a bit though, that he's, he's not quite Vader yet. He's not Vader, yet. but he's not quite there. And I, I think that that helps. He's still the learner. Mm. I was, you were the master and I was, but the learner. Now I am the master. <laughs> So. A master of evil, Darth. Very true. <laughs> and you know why he calls him Darth at that part, right? Because no. it it was supposed to be his first name. Ooh. Secret history of Star Wars, man. Wow. His name his Even name was I Darth Vader. That. <laughs> yeah. That's that was I, I don't know if it was like set in stone at one point, but it was an idea that, that George had in, from that book that I read. That it was the character's name was Darth Vader. A lot of people try and do the whole oh, Dark Father German and George is sat here like no, it's just Darth <laughs> Vader. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, what else? There was one other thing with Vader. Yeah, I don't think that that like they're too smart people writing this stuff nowadays. That you know they've they've come through it and been like, does this make sense if he says this? And still lines. I think. I think they were totally. They're not. They're not shooting from the hip at all. Like they're. They're making sure everything still makes sense, dialogue wise. So, mm-hmm. pretty sure we're in good hands. Whilst Kathleen Kennedy has spoken about wanting to move away from George Lucas's Star Wars, I know she's spoken many times about how important it is to kind of preserve the essence of that and not to interfere too much with what's come before because it, it kind of needs to stay the way it is without being changed. And I appreciate that as somebody who doesn't like change. Um, <laughs> keep it the same, please. Same. Right. I guess my question was like, was anything retconned, I guess, from this episode? But I guess, I guess uh, not. I don't know because my, uh, my knowledge of rebels is still sort of growing. My only kind of issue was, where why does the empire seem to have such a fascination and need for force sensitive children is this where they're getting the inquisitors from mm. has that always been the case that the inquisitors are just was were these were these jedi taken from order 66 is that what anakin was doing what if he didn't kill the younglings he just recruited them oh oh yeah Oh, that was the only thing that kind of. But again, I'm not. I'm not sure about what the kind of deal is with rebels or how much of their backstory is explained. Even in the Clone Wars, there was an episode or two where I think it was an episode where Palpatine hired Cad Bane to take Force-sensitive babies, and I've often wondered like what the end game for that was. Was it? Was he because he's very hardcore the rule of two? He goes well. I don't want to spoil anything about Clone Wars, uh, but I'm aware it's fine. It's okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so he's really into the rule of two, but he wants all these force sensitive kids. And then you go into the sequel trilogy, even where there's what a whole stormtrooper battalion where I don't think they confirmed it, but the force basically awakened in all of them and they put down their guns and they weren't going to fight Finn. I think the force awakened in him. So why do they have force sensitive kids? I, I don't know if we've really had that answer yet. Cause yeah, Jedi fallen order also established that they have databases. They have, 
the information mm-hmm. for all of these force sensitive children like um like professor x and cerebro when he finds all of like the mutants right that's what it makes me think of but why yeah. is this where the inquisitors are coming from i hope that with kind of reaver's reaver being established as one of the children we see at the beginning flashback to the jedi temple during order 66 i'm hoping that we'll get sort of kind of an explanation of where she comes from and why that's the way it is that was my only kind of retcon maybe kind of gentle plot hole plot plot dip we'll say yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i get that um the one thing about the inquisitors that i have known at least is that a lot of them are just fallen jedi but were they fallen younglings? Who knows? So yeah. I mean, that could be something. The The only thing that's kind of messing me up, I already mentioned, was the Grand Inquisitor, uh, just because he's very much alive in Rebels. So I would assume, I would assume, because Rebels has now been added to like the live action canon, I would assume that he is still alive. I think, I think it might have been said at one of the... <sighs> I've seen it thrown around that he's being kind of put on the back burner for a few episodes to give focus to kind of revert and the rest of the plot and that he will probably return again towards the end. But do you think he'll come back and like kill Reva? Yeah. Come back or be killed, turn, change sides. Who knows? Right. Um, I guess the only other thing for me that I want to ask you guys, was this the rematch of the century between Obi-Wan and Vader? Or is no. this just the yeah? This was the teaser. This was, yeah. this was the amuse bouche. Mm-hmm. Right. This is the first round of something yeah that Vader probably has lined up for uh for his old his old pal buddy chum. Pal buddy chum. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you think the in the next round or the fight? Do you think Obi Wan is going to have some of that swagger back, or is he still going to be this this scared shell of himself? Trauma's hard, man. Mm-hmm. Right. Trauma's hard. Uh, yeah. He's in no hurry. He's in no, no. hurry to face him. Right. Uh, he created a monster, you know, and uh, you know it's it's going to be tough to, you know, to fight him and 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 actually fight him to like try to kill him because it's like he's kind of, you know, has to re kill him all over again. It's going to be tough. I I don't know if they fight again. I don't know. I don't even. I think he dodges this fight. Oh, you think? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. So you're thinking that this was the rematch then? Yeah, I mean this. This could be. Well, yeah, this could be the first round, but like the second round is, you know, obviously in the future in the New Hope. Oh, okay. That's it. I don't think that's it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're gonna match up again. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. You think he realizes he just. He can't. It's a fight. He can't win. It's a fight. He doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want to fight Vader. He's it's, it's his brother. Right on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I I'm exhausted. I need to sleep for three days now until the next episode. I'm sorry, everyone. You've, you've got a week. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've got a week. <laughs> that's what. That's why they're giving it to us weekly. That's what it takes to recover between each episode. Absolutely. This was. Uh... It was a really powerful one. I do we need to letter grade it? Because I'm going to A plus again. Yeah, I mean, I I can't give it anything less than an A plus or an A plus oh. plus. I don't know. Yeah. Three A pluses, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So far, that three was ep- so casual. That was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> a plus, A plus, A plus. Yeah, yeah. Solid. 
three episodes in, and I, I think the series is freaking just, it has not disappointed me yet. No, it hasn't. And I tried, <laughs> I tried, I mean, I tried so hard not to set any of my expectations, which means that so far I am blown away kind of every five minutes. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> seriously, this is why I don't want to watch, um, you know, trailers or anything. Cause I've been like, you know, Oh, that's from the trailer and that's from the trailer. And that's all, oh, this is new. You know, I think most of what we saw in the trailers though, we've already seen. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of cool. That means for probably, I would say, 98% of the rest of the way, it's going to be fresh, new new material, I would think. A hundred percent. Right on. I'm um, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so now, Quaylen Voss the... versus Darth Vader. Now we're talking. Oh. Yeah. Now we're talking. Oh, we don't think? know what's good. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen if that happens. I could now. I'll be looking forward to that. Right. I'm going to catch up on my Quinlan Voss lore, and then I'll yeah. give you guys like a whole breakdown of what I think is going to happen next week. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's actually not a bad thought, Lido. That do you? Maybe we will see. May not necessarily Quinlan Voss, but maybe we'll see uh, Vader hunting a different Jedi or something. Yeah, maybe he goes into that room, sees all the names. He's like, okay, you're still alive. I got to get you. I got to get you. Right. You're cool, and I got to get you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the Force Unleashed game or something. You know, he goes out and Gets hunts down some Jedi. I am. Um, speaking of Force Unleashed, I completely forgot to point this out. When Vader first appears on screen, like walking through the the like the little town street, it's very much the opening of Force Unleashed where you're walking through Kashyyyk and it's just like smash this, <sighs> rip this up, destroy this. Yeah, It's like full Vader powers. What a way to start a video game. OP is yeah. like all the power. <laughs> 100% agree. I actually replayed that part several times because I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> same. I did exactly the same thing. Cool. All right, guys. I think we're going to wrap this up. And this was good. I can't wait till next week. I don't even know. I can't either. <laughs> Now, now I can go and check out all those YouTube videos and other podcasts and see what they got to say. Oh, yeah, yeah good. See call. what I missed. Yeah, that's always one of my favorite things. I love like going to a cinema, watching a movie, coming back, and then immediately putting on like twenty Easter egg videos and things you might have missed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Nothing beats it. I, I'm actually curious to see what other Easter eggs were in this one because I mean the I didn't spot one I saw too was, many. Yeah, yeah the like ro- the, the Rogue One. Shit. So. Lito was always good at that the following week. Hey, you know, look at all the stuff we missed. And <laughs> I think we actually, the one time we did separate episodes of the stuff that we missed, like in between. That's just, pretty just, yeah. It was fun. Um, oh, so Quinlan was in The Phantom Menace. Uh, deleted scene, I think. Oh, she okay. wasn't actually in it, though. They've okay. been using dialogue from the deleted scenes as well and clips from the deleted scenes. Have they really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, when at the beginning, when Obi-Wan's, I know we said we were wrapping up, at the beginning when Obi-Wan's meditating and you hear the last piece of Anakin dialogue you hear, I don't think that's in the movies, I think it's a deleted scene, either that or it's new that they've recorded for the show, Hmm. because I know those films like the Bible, I I know when something isn't from them. (laughs) I'll have to look into that, that's awesome. You know, uh, one thing I just realised... We haven't seen Aunt Beru yet. Oh. Milk. 
No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I never. never Sorry. Put together. <laughs> it was a it was a meme that went around for a while that she was a Star Wars lady that was not being appreciated the way she should be. So our brew as a milk became. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Stop now. I'm bad for this show. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we'll catch everybody next week. May the Schwartz be with you. May the Schwartz be with you. May the Schwartz be with you. Hello there. Admiral Yet. <laughs>